Today is called Sunday of the Passion. And it is, as you know, the start of the holiest time of our church year. We begin with the triumphant entry of an itinerant preacher who at this point in the story has brought good news to the poor, healed the sick, taught many, and offered redemption to those who had long forgotten that they were children of God. His words and actions reveal to the people the enduring passion that God has for his beloved. As the story continues, we begin to see that not everyone is interested in or wants this way of life. Hmm. A life of passionate engagement with the living God who calls us into a life of service and humble obedience. Oh no. There are some who in their desire to cling to the status quo, to maintain their power and dominance, want nothing to do with this way of thinking and being. In fact, these power brokers are so threatened by this man, this preacher, that they want to be rid of him. In their passionate hatred of him, they are willing to go to any length to see that he will no longer be a threat to their way of life. Passion, according to some definitions, is a strong and barely controllable emotion. Passion and desire go hand in hand. Passion can range from a deep, abiding love to a murderous hatred. During Holy Week, we see the role that passion plays in every action from the time of the supper in the upper room to Jesus' death on the cross. Our week begins with the passionate love of the crowd, the triumphant entry into Jerusalem, and ends with a passionate plea for forgiveness as Jesus' earthly life ends. As we listen to the lessons this week, we are invited to witness Jesus' passionate love for his spiritual brothers and sisters as he lovingly washes their feet and feeds them with bread, wine, and words that are designed to sustain them for eternity. Jesus' love is so deep and so strong that he does not resist the forces that seek his destruction, lest it put his beloved at risk. His desire to show them that there is nothing to fear in this life is so intense that he bears his humiliation and pain with a dignity that stems from the knowledge that in doing God's will, his sacrifice will be worth all that he endures. Jesus is passionately in love with his people, and he will do whatever is necessary to reconcile them to God. His love is pure. It always was and always is. During Holy Week, we hear these stories of Jesus' passion for his flock. 
However, Holy Week is also a time in which we can explore our passion for God. Jesus' ministry provides us with examples of what it means to be passionately in love with God. The rules are simple. Love God, love one another. The action steps are easy. Pray and take care of those who are in need. Serve one another, share what you have, and rest at least one day a week. All of us who have been Christian for more than a minute know what we are called to do. However, during Holy Week, our exploration of our relationship with God, guided by the passion of Jesus, takes our vision of what it means to be a passionate Christian to a whole new level. I don't know about you, but I have often wondered, had I been present on the day that Jesus entered Jerusalem on the back of a colt, if I would have been in the procession or safely viewing it from my window. It was dangerous to be known as a follower of Jesus. Would I have been willing to let the world know that I belong to him? It is not so easy to answer. Even Peter, who spent years with him and loved him deeply, could not bring himself to claim the relationship he had with his friend and mentor for fear that he would also be on trial. I wonder if I were at the trial, would I have spoken up and offered a defense in the hope that I might be able to spare the life of this innocent man? Would I have challenged the religious and secular authorities to accept Pilate's offering of a punishment lesser than the death penalty? I want to know if I would have stood with the women at Golgotha and looked into the eyes of a man racked with pain so that he would know that he was loved and not alone. During Holy Week, I hope to deeply engage with what it would have meant to be honestly able to answer yes to these questions. The truth is, I cannot know what I would have done. And so I am left to wonder how passionate a Christian I would have been then. I can know what a passionate Christian I can be now. And if you have ever wondered about how passionate a Christian you are, then I encourage you to join me in spending time during Holy Week exploring what it means to be a passionate Christian. In this time and in this place, we can ask ourselves, what is the state of our passion for Christ? Are we passionate believers in the way that Jesus modeled for us? 
Are we passionate enough about our faith to be willing to challenge those who claim piety while denigrating those who are different? Are we passionate enough to stand up to hate and instead to love as Jesus taught us to love with trust in God and compassion for one another? Are we passionate enough about our baptismal covenant, which we will renew at the Easter Vigil, to resist evil, to repent when we need to, to proclaim the good news, to serve others, to seek justice and peace, and to respect the dignity of every person? Do our actions and behaviors tell the story of the depth of our passion for God. Hopefully, whatever time we can spend in reflection, worship, and prayer this week will help us to better understand where we are on our spiritual journey and our commitment to Christ. On Easter Day, we will rejoice in the resurrection of our Lord. We will celebrate that love has overcome death, and light has returned and chased away darkness. It is a powerful time for us when we welcome once again the one who so passionately loved us that he was willing to die for our salvation. We know he loved us, and it would be great for each of us to know in our hearts how much we love him. May you have a blessed and passionate Holy Week.